Brand new LCP. Yes, sir. You guys are tuned in right now to a brand new episode of that. Brand new LCP. I want to thank you guys for stopping by the lunchroom now. Ah, man, it's some shit I want to get to, man. This episode, I want to center strictly on toxic relationships in... Because I know that it's 2023. It's the start of the new year. Some of you guys might be ending old relationships that don't suit you. Or some of you guys may be looking for finding that partner. Because we know summertime love, summertime fling, summertime bay. Like I stay seeing these memes going around. Oh, this summer, I'm going to be somewhere. Me and somebody's son. Clap it up for you. And whatever motherfucker you're trying to fuck. Or whatever motherfucker you're trying to take them trips. Them vacays wet. But... Don't look for that toxic motherfucker. And I know sometimes you might not be looking for that toxic motherfucker, but that, that just might be the person you come across. Ooh, you a lie. I know that's that, that's not what you want, okay? But Oh, my God. I want to have this episode. This episode is for the ladies. So if you got friends, you got an auntie, your mom, and your coworker, I'm trying to let you know during the dating stage, that's when you got to look out for red flags. Now, don't ignore red flags because, like I said on Instagram about a week and a half ago, I had a conversation with um, one of my good friends at work. And she said that, again, this is strictly related to her, but I feel like it applies to a lot of you guys to where she said that every time she normally meets a guy, he's amazing. And um, the word she used was, when I meet a guy, he's amazing. He does everything I want him to do. He love bombs me. But then as the months go on, as time go on, his ugly side come out. And I'm like, that's not love bomb. That's the honeymoon stage. The honeymoon stage doesn't go away because now we're 25, 30, 35 years old. No, no, no. You could be 34 years old and meet a man that's 40 years old. You still going to have that honeymoon stage where everything is great. It's amazing. And now... A lot of people, they think that, oh, this is how he's always going to be, or this is how she's always going to be. No, 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 that's a lie. Ooh, you a lie. Just sit back, use patience. That's why I always say past relationships should be used to determine what to look out for and red flags to look out for so you can make smart decisions in future relationships. And you guys know I love going to YouTube. I found a video that is seven signs you are in a toxic relationship. This page on YouTube is called Top Think. The video is seven signs that you are in a toxic relationship. So we're going to go through each sign and we're going to break them down. And again, man, you guys out there, man, who have been showing love and support, I want to give you guys a hand clap because it's been a lot going on, man. I lost a family member that was extremely important to me, man. You guys who have tuned in from the podcast since day one, you guys know I don't have a lot of family. My mom was adopted at birth. I don't know my father's side. I don't know anybody on my father's side. But last year, around the beginning of July, two cousins on my father's side found me. Two female cousins. You know, we ended up, you know, forming a great relationship, a great bond. And one of them tragically passed away on last week, Friday, in a car crash in Charlotte and... I mean, that killed me, man, you know, because like I said, I've only known her. This is like my blood cousin, not no fake cousin, not no play cousin. And this was the first outside family member outside of my brother and my sister who who I came across in my entire life. Well, she found me and we ended up having so much in common, great bond, great connection. And the fact I've only got to know her and love her over these seven months. 
before she tragically passed away, it hurt, man, because I felt like I was I was robbed of time. And that's why who are on LCP plus you can check out the episode that's dropping. when I talk about black families and how it is very important for you to let your kids know their young family members at a young age, because had I met her when I was young, which I could have done had adults been adults and connected the family. Because as a child, when I'm six, seven, even 10, 11, 12, I don't know that there are other cousins out there on my dad's side, my mom's. I don't know. Because that's the adult's job to connect the family and not leave it up to the kids to grow up and now have to go on Ancestry.com and all these other shits to find out if you have other family. And the fact that I could have, she was 30 years old when she passed away. I could have had 30 years with her as opposed to the seven, eight months I had with her, man. So it hurts, man, but... um. I talk about that in totality, some of the details involving the car crash and just things I feel like black families can do to become better and connect the family and not have a fractured family because that can play a huge part, a huge impact on our kids as they get older, man. So clap it up for that. You guys who are on LCP Plus, you guys can check out that bonus episode when it drops in the super, super, super near future. But let's dive into this video. This is Seven Signs. You are in a toxic relationship. Each step, I'll I'll pause it. I'm going to jump in and give you guys some pointers. Again, like I said, man, if you want to learn about red flags, listen to other men. I know your homegirl cool. Oh, my homegirl, she know what she's talking about. Uh-uh. Some of your homegirls be biased. I don't know you. I don't know a lot of you motherfuckers. So when I give you facts, when I give you details, when I give you guys some words of, uh-uh, I'm going to tell you like it is. I ain't your mama. I ain't your auntie. I ain't your coworker. I ain't your cousin, but let's dive into this shit. Again, this page on YouTube is called Top Think. Seven signs you're in a toxic relationship. Now, let's begin. Number one, failing responsibility. Toxic people rarely understand their own toxicity. They fail to take responsibility for their mistakes, and they often pass the blame to their innocent partners. When a toxic person shrugs responsibility, it's a sign of defensive behavior. They don't want to acknowledge their flaws, so they act like a victim in their relationships. They pretend you're the source of their problems, and that way, they can justify their own toxic patterns. I want to I want to pause it because, to be honest, and again, you guys who are on LCP+, Plus, you guys heard the episode where I admitted that in my past, I was like that. To where I didn't have high self-esteem, I didn't love myself, and I used to redirect some of the inner pain I had for myself and blame it on her. Well, you know, I'm having a bad day because of you. I'm having a bad day because you did X, Y, Z. But in reality, I was having a bad day because I didn't love myself and I woke up. I didn't feel, as they say, I didn't wake up on the right side of the bed. And instead of me acknowledging, you know what? I woke up. It's something internally that is wrong with me. I used to misplace blame and just blame her for shit. And again, me being a human, me being somebody who is okay with the growth, I can, I 100% admit that shit. And like I said, man, I've been in a relationship in the past, even recently to where, like, you feel as if things are not being done, you are not being pleased, you are not being satisfied in so many ways. And when you bring those type of things to your partner, instead of your partner saying, hey, you know what, man? I'm not doing X, Y, Z because of something wrong with me. I'm not doing X, Y, Z because of, Something that happened in my past, whether it be family or some shit like that, they blame you. Well, yeah, you know, I'm not doing X, Y, Z because you did this. I'm not doing X, Y, Z because of you, 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 you. And you're like, bruh. 
Now I had this conversation with um somebody who's gonna be on the podcast soon. Shout out to Lori. She's a dope person on IG who I've managed to to kind of connect with in, you know, a minimal way. And we spoke about this briefly the other day, and she said that in relation to things like that, that she believes is very now, now the word she used was it's very manipulative and it's narcissistic. And I a hundred percent agree. Like instead of simply acknowledging, hey, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing my part. I'm not doing enough to please you. Whether it be whatever, whatever the fuck it is, sex or dates or just cleaning, just anything. Instead of acknowledging I'm not doing my part. What toxic people do is they blame you. I'm not doing my part only because of you. I'm not like that's very it's very manipulative, man. And sometimes you got to be careful because, as we all know, sometimes we all overstay relationships, relationships that we know expired three, four, five, six years ago. But we stay for other reasons because some of us are scared to start over. We don't want to start fresh. The dating stage is scary. Now you got to meet somebody. What's your name? What do you like to do? What's your goals? Like a lot of us don't want to start over from scratch. So we stay and we linger. Then the years go by. Then it's one year, two years, three years. Then on that fourth year, you're like, why the fuck did I still? Why, why am I still here? Like you watching TV shows, motherfuckers on TV show getting bigger. And you're like, what the fuck? Nigga, I'm still here. So this year, like I said, man, one of the key words on the LCP, that Lunchroom Chatter podcast this year is... Brand new LCP. You gotta learn when to let go. Let go, man. Like, stop holding on to shit that don't suit you. Yes, when you separate or yes, when you gotta leave that job that you hate. It might hurt at first because that is your place of comfort, but you gotta know when to move the fuck on. Let's dive back in. If you let a toxic person blame you for their problems, their toxicity will destroy your self-esteem. No matter how many times someone says it, their toxicity is not your fault. Unless your partner is willing to take responsibility for their mistakes and make real changes in their life, you are in a toxic relationship, and it may be time to let go. Number 2 absence of support. Mm, mm, mm. In a healthy relationship, partners want to see each other succeed. They encourage each other to pursue their dreams and goals. They support each other when trying new things, and they pick each other when they make mistakes. In other words, if you and your partner have a strong, loving bond, you want your partner to grow, improve, and succeed. But in toxic relationships, partners rarely support each other the way they should. They don't pay attention to each other's goals, nor do they encourage each other to try new things. In really toxic relationships, one partner may even sabotage the other partner's success. I gotta clap it up, because that's some real shit right there. Because we all have been in relationships to where a lot of times, like, let's say, for example, we, we gonna make up two names. There's Tyreek and there's Tasha. Now, for example, Tasha might be going to school. Tasha might be trying to become... A pediatrician or whatever the fuck she was trying to be And now you know Tyreek might Support her oh girl you got this girl I believe in you whatever the case may be and now He's being supportive He's being loving he's being there Encouraging her that you know you can Be your best self you know times is hard Right now whatever the case might be You might have flunked that test but Tyreek is there supporting Tasha Helping her and encouraging her to become The best thing she could be Let's clap it up for Tyreek Ah, ah, ah. Now On the flip side now Tyreek might be trying to become 
Let's again. I'm not saying, but let's say, for example, just for the sake of the conversation, Tyreek might be trying to become, let's say, a fucking soccer player. Some shit. I know it's type of rare. The shit probably not gonna happen. But I'm just saying, Tyreek might be trying to trying to become a soccer player. And now he doesn't have support. Now he's doing it by himself. Now the whole time Tasha was struggling or Tasha was trying to get her dreams accomplished. Tyreek was there being supportive. He was being loving. But now on the flip side, that's absent. And that is the sign of a toxic relationship because at the moment Tyreek does not support Tasha, what Tasha going to say? You're not supporting me. I don't feel as if you believe in me. But now on the flip side, that has to be reciprocated. It cannot be a one-sided thing to where, hey, I'm trying to do something. I need your support. And now when the tables get turned, that support is absent because that is, as they said, the sign of a toxic relationship. So don't lie to yourself and say, well, you know, I'm not supporting you because I don't believe in your dream. Because, yes, sometimes you might not see the vision. You might not see what Tyreek sees because he might be scared to tell you some shit because he don't know or he feels as if you're going to down it like J. Cole said. If they don't know your dreams, they can't shoot them down. So sometimes people have dreams or they have goals that they don't open up about and they don't express because they fear that by expressing it, it will get shot down. So again, don't be in a toxic relationship to where you feel as if you're giving somebody support, you're loving on them. Oh, oh, you work at McDonald's. You know, you could be the supervisor. You could be like when you're giving that type of support. It should be reciprocated. It should not be a one side thing to where I'm being encouraged. I'm being loved on. I'm being getting that supportive energy. But now when the tables are turned and now your partner need that or you need that, it's absent. Because like they said, that is the sign of a toxic what? Let's say it together. A toxic relationship. So if you want to know whether your relationship is toxic, think about the last time your partner genuinely supported your personal growth. Did they encourage you to step out of your comfort zone? Did they celebrate a raise or a promotion you received at work? If your partner gives you the support you're looking for, your relationship may be healthy and genuine. But if your partner doesn't support your goals or ambitions, your relationship may be more toxic than you realize. Number three, subtle isolation. Does your partner Mm. isolate you from your friends or family? Do they force you to create distance from the people you care? I want to pause that for a second because that is something that we often see, especially when women start dating to where they might have a friend. Now, now I understand that sometimes if your friend group is toxic, they do messy, they do childish shit. Sometimes as a woman, you might have to step back because now you aren't single. Now, You have a man to think about, so you can't engage in some of that same behavior. But now I've seen so many times to where there's there's woman A and now she has a friend group who's who's healthy. But now she starts dating a man and now she's absent. They start texting her now. Bitch, don't text back or and, you know, now as soon as that relationship ends, she pops back up. Now, I've had female friends to where every so often we kind of check in, but now they start dating a man and now. It's ghosts. It's crickets. Now, understand, it's weird texting another man. I get that. So please don't act as if I'm not aware. I know. But y'all know what I'm talking about. So a motherfucker start dating a man, and now the bitch go ghost. She go ghost. She vanish. She disappear 
for a fucking six months, eight months, a year. And now soon as that relationship is over, she popped back up. Oh, yeah. You know, I was dating so-and-so and it was toxic. That is a form of a toxic relationship. When you can't be yourself. And again, if you I'm not saying do no messy shit, but if you can't at least maintain some type of contact with your friends, is the motherfucker locking a oh, bitch? Are you in jail? Why the fuck you stop texting me for a whole year? But now you motherfuckers break up and now you pop back up. Hey, how you, how's your day, bitch? Go back in your fucking closet, bitch. That's what I'm saying, man. So if they keep you isolated, or they, that might be a sign, as they said, of toxic relationship, someone being insecure, somebody being jealous to where you can't do shit. Now, I'm not saying hit the club with your girls and come back at 4 a.m. I'm not saying that, but you shouldn't be locked up. Where you can't even go out. Oh, I'm trying to go have brunch with my girls. Bitch, go to bitch. Who you talking to, nigga? So you shouldn't be locked up in isolation. You should still have some type of freedom. Clap it up for the freedom hoes out there. Freedom, freedom. Out. Many toxic partners will try to control and dominate your life. They want 100% of your time and attention, so they use manipulative tactics to cause rifts in your relationships. For example, a toxic partner may dislike the close relationship that you have with your best friend. When your partner sees the two of you together, they may become jealous because they want to possess every bit of your attention. They want to control you, so they may subtly destroy you and your friend's relationship. Toxic partners will make up lies and twist people's words. They'll force you to choose sides. They'll encourage you to argue and spend time apart. A toxic partner wants you and your friend to stop seeing each other. And that way, you spend all of your time trapped under your partner's thumb. Mm. This toxic pattern affects a surprising number of relationships. From the outside, it's easy to spot. They talking that shit. They talking that shit. It can be difficult to recognize obvious red flags. You may think your partner is trustworthy. You may start to doubt your friends and family. You may feel like you have to pick favorites or choose sides. But a loving partner never damages your other relationships. They want you to have strong connections with your friends and family because they want you to be happy. Let me pause it real quick because some of y'all got best friends that y'all fucked. We ain't talking about those friends. If, you, if your best friend, if you if you did something with your best friend in the past or you fucked your bestie because we know that that shit happens. Oh, you know, I fucked my bestie last year, but now we're just... Fr- no, no, no. We talking about platonic best friends. We ain't talking about somebody who you, who you used to fuck. You know, dude used to fuck homegirl last year, but now that's his bestie. No. She has every right to be jealous because you guys had a sexual relationship in the past. We ain't talking about that. We talking about your platonic best friends, your best friends who you never, never had a sexual connection with. So we ain't talking about Tyreek. You know, he used to fuck Shamika two years ago, but now that's his bestie now. Yeah, because she got every right to be jealous. She got every right to be jealous if the motherfucker used to fuck Tamika back at no. Brand new LCP. So we ain't talking about Tata that used to fuck Tamika. We talking about those platonic best friends only. Had to throw that in there because you motherfucker. Oh, well, well, no, no. Y'all know the fuck it be some blurred lines in these motherfucking shit. It be some blurred lines in these fucking friendships. Uh-uh. We ain't going to deny that. Instead of telling lies or spilling secrets, a loving partner works hard to connect with the people that you care about. So if someone is important to you, that someone will also be important to them. 
So don't let a toxic partner disrupt your closest connections. It may feel like your partner's helping or saving you from a bad situation, but the truth is your toxic partner wants you all to themselves. Number 4. Attacking Personality In healthy relationships, partners give each other constructive criticism. You should help your partner identify and improve upon their weaknesses because you want them to grow into a happier, more successful individual. But in a toxic relationship, criticism is rarely ever constructive. In fact, many toxic people regularly attack their partner's personalities. For one reason or another, toxic partners want to lower your confidence and self-esteem. They want to insult and belittle you. They want to make you feel weak and small, often because they're struggling with issues of their own. But how do you know if your partner is being helpful or toxic? Criticism from a loving partner is never cruel or accusatory. They don't call you names, exaggerate your flaws, or hurt your feelings. Toxic criticisms, on the other hand, quickly resort to name-calling and exaggeration. A toxic partner wants to hurt your feelings, even if what they're saying isn't fair or true. For example, if you forget to take out the trash, a toxic partner will use that opportunity to bring you down. They may call you lazy or ungrateful. They may shame you for making a small mistake. In a toxic relationship, every petty issue can evolve into a deeply personal attack. Partners who attack or insult each other rarely have the other person's best interests in mind. If this sounds familiar, you're in a toxic relationship, and it's time to set yourself free. Number 5. Stonewalling Not every toxic trait is loud or insulting. Just because someone isn't yelling at you doesn't mean their behavior is healthy or loving. For example, have you ever had a partner give you the silent treatment? Or maybe your partner repeatedly ignored your problems or neglected your needs. In both cases, your partner is using a manipulative strategy called stonewalling. Instead of listening to your needs or engaging with you on an emotional level, they withdraw their attention and emotions from the relationship. Mm-mm-mm. I want to clap it up, man. Because <clears throat> that's where we're going in that video. Now, like I said, man, I wanted to come out with this bonus episode because I know I've been seeing it. I see it at the top of every year, like when it gets towards like the end of the wintertime, when it gets, you know, when people smell like that, like that spring or that summertime coming. That's when you get the my summer bay, my summer fling. Oh, I want to find somebody who can like I, we see that shit. Like I said earlier, all the memes I be seeing that oh me on me on the beach this summer. This is me and somebody's son. But make sure you pick the right son. Don't pick the son who got problems. Don't pick the son that do some toxic shit. Now something else I want to talk about before I get out of here, man. I seen um. Let me put this shit down because I want to address this real quick. Now, again, I know a lot of you guys like the bad boy, the toxic man, the toxic nigga. But if you dating a guy. And in his fucking Instagram bio or every fucking month, he posts, hey, free my boy so-and-so from prison. Next month, hey, free my nigga. Free, bruh, if all of his homeboys go to jail, what does that tell you about him? Because sometimes you pick your friend group and sometimes there may be similarities in that friend group that are now attached to your man. In response to some of the things he might do because... At what age do we stop dating a bad boy? And that's the question I want to ask you guys. And again, you guys can send send DMs to my IG, which is Lunchroom Chatter Pub, because I want to have a conversation about this. At what age should a woman, and again, don't say no age, no age, because yes, 
and theoretically in like the the regular if 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 the world was perfect yes there should be no woman out here who's dating a bad boy who's dating a, a motherfucker that's going in the jail out of jail every fucking month who's selling drugs yes in a perfect world i would hope that woman can stay away from those type of guys but as we all know that shit don't happen so at what age do you think a woman should be mature enough to not date a bad boy i mean he don't got a job he hanging out on the block every day he's selling weed he going to jail coming out and you riding with him this your nigga this my bae i love him no i love me a bad boy it's sexy at what age should your homegirl your homeboy or even you stop dating men who engage in those type of behaviors so please hit my dm on ig at lunchroom chatterpaw and again let your friends know tune in to that lcp podcast let them know Again, this podcast is run independently by myself, John Schultz. I try to give you guys great content, great episodes, great shit to where it keep you guys coming back for more and more and more. It's insightful, entertaining, and you guys are learning shit, man. So please, these episodes, the reason why they keep continuing is because you guys have showed support. So let your friends know. Spread the podcast. Again, I'm not McDonald's. I'm not Burger King. I don't have a massive network to where... I got motherfuckers working for me to, 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 um, to fucking spread the podcast. I do it myself through engagement, through um, just engaging on social media. Like, especially Instagram has been massive. It has been big for the growth of the podcast, man. So, but again, you guys out there who stay locked in, stay tuned in. And you guys who reshare, repost the podcast. That also, it works amazingly because that lets your friends know. And now, you can repost some shit and now... Everybody don't care, but you might get five to ten people that actually might give a fuck. Now they tuned in. Now they reposting. And now as they spread, it gets bigger and bigger. The lunchroom keeps it keeps filling up because that's the only way to keep maintaining these great conversations, real talk. So again, man, I want to shout out to Lori because she hit me up on the part well on IG. She's an older Caucasian lady. She's great. She's married and She's going to be on soon to have great conversation on marriage, like how to balance intimacy with marriage, you know, kids going back to work and a lot of different shit, man. You know, divorces and how to cope with dealing with shit like that when you got kids. So it's going to be a lot of topics that you guys know that you guys can relate to and shit like that be amazing, man, because it's beneficial and like you have to be able to have engaging and real conversation, man, because sometimes it's tough. You're not always going to be able to, to have those conversations, but when you, when you can have those conversations with people who you feel comfortable with, that makes a difference because I come on here. I try to be engaging and entertaining, but sometimes you, you can't please everybody, man. You can't, but before I get the fuck out of here, man, I want to play a song by my guy. He released a new project. My guy, Lil Russell, he's from LA from the V. He released a new project entitled Dragonfly. This song is called Resistance. This song is by my guy Lil Russell with Dom Bailey on the beat. Yeah. This shit crazy. Brand new LCP. Dom Bailey on the black. Who did this shit? <laughs> yeah. Lil Russell on the rap. 
Look at the progress, look at the growth, dog. I really started the wave, pissing a boat, dog. You gotta breathe through it, that's how you float, dog. Life really slapping, nigga. Watch how you joke, dog. I had to get it off, I couldn't let it go. I dug the seeds up, I couldn't let them grow. I dealt with jealousy, I couldn't let it show. I broke that woman heart, I couldn't let her know. I couldn't find a pride, I had to hold it in. I'm holding on too tight, I'm letting go again. Rather not hold it in, I gotta let it out. No, I'm real sensitive. You better watch your mouth. You better let me speak. You better let me feel. I move so many mountains. It's just another hill. That's just the way I feel. That's just the way I am. Question myself sometimes. Am I who I say I am? Yeah. Am I who I say I am? Yeah. Hey. What am I afraid of? This is supposed to be what things are made of. People I don't have the time to hang with. Always look at me and say the same shit that you promised me you would never change. Hey. You promised me you would never change. Yeah. Don't believe the lie. Look me in my eyes. Please don't be scared of me. Look at the progress, look at the growth, dog. I really started the way. This shit is dope, dog. You gotta breathe through it. That's how you float, dog. Life really slapping, nigga. Watch how you joke, dog. Classic shit. Yeah, what we doing? Chalmaine on the boards. Hey. This is supposed to be with Jimmy Made up. People I don't have the time to hang with. Always look at me and say the same shit. They say, you promised me you'll never change. Hey. You promised me you'll never change. Yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> this shit take me back to 20. Brand new LCP. Different feeling, different life, man. Wow. Me and Charlene really started in that band. Again, that is my guy, Lil Russell. That is the resistance of his new project entitled Dragonfly. You guys can check him out on Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. Man, again, you guys. Who stays showing love, stays showing support. I love you guys. Again, my cash app is dollar sign NYC story 718. You guys can click the link in, in any podcast bio and become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month. New episodes on the way, 2023. This week, I'm working on new sounds for my soundboard. So you guys are going to hear all new shit. It's going to be fresh. Make sure you guys stay locked in. Always look at me and say the same shit. They say, you promised me you will never change. Brand new LCP. You promised me you will never change.